like this is going to be your friend forever. You're going to be putting it on now before we even get into surgery, you know, after surgery, before treatment, during treatment and forever, multiple times a day. I looked at it and quickly, you know, just turned it around, you know, without even thinking. And I recognized a couple of toxic ingredients and I said, I'm not, I'm not taking this. I'm not using this. And here's why. Welcome to the Lively Joy Podcast. Learn how to live your best life with host Sherry McDonald. She believes that every person has the right to be healthy and have a life that they love. Sherry, along with her guest, will help you live your best life by talking about everything from the latest health topics, how to find your passion, longevity, so you can live your best life longer, shifting your mindset, and more. And now, your host, Sherry. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today's guest is Donna Schumer, and she is a wife, mother, entrepreneur, and cancer survivor. Her story is about how she started using toxin-free products and why. It's very interesting, so let's just get started. Hi Donna, welcome to the podcast. We're excited to hear about your journey and how you started using, how and why you started using toxin-free products. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that journey and who you are? Absolutely. So I went to school for athletic training. Um, then I became an athletic trainer at a outpatient physical therapy clinic. Um, so health and wellness has always been a, a love of mine. And so going through that, I, I started learning about things about movement, right? As an athletic trainer, moving our body and how important that is. Um, and then I got married and had two kiddos. And when my youngest was about a year old, she started suffering from eczema and we were going to doctors, you know, appointments, getting prescriptions, putting steroids on her, mixing concoctions at home, and it just kept spreading. And so I started diving into what were we using because we, I felt like we were just masking it. Um, and so I started looking into the ingredients in our baby wash um, and started researching all that that entails, you know, because I was like, you know, when I think back, I thought, well, I'm name brand, you know, I'm not even using the you cheap, know, stuff. cheap stuff. It's got to be good. It right. says pediatrician recommended on the front. Um, but shortly I realized that's all marketing, you know, until you really look at the ingredients, you don't really know what's in there. And so I changed two products, her baby wash and her lotion, and it changed everything for us. Wow. Sent us down, sent me down this path of, you know, really opening my eyes to everything. Well, and it was, you know, when I started down looking at that, I, I didn't even realize, you know, even though I was kind of in the medical field, I worked with doctors a lot. And even my appointments with, you know, for my daughter with her eczema, Nobody said, what are you using? You know, nobody said how important what we use is to us. You know, I didn't even realize our skin is our largest organ. I just thought it was a barrier, right? It's a protection, right? But it's not. It's, I mean, it is, but it also is our largest organ. What we put on gets absorbed within 26 seconds, you know, and I think, that really, I mean, is that, you know, happens that fast? But if you think about birth control patches, seasickness patches, they're patches because it's the fastest way to get throughout our bloodstream and throughout our body. 
and it's the same for our lotions and our shampoos and you know for me lotion i put it all over my body every time i get out of the shower or the bath you know and it's you know i'm putting good clean ingredients on my body but most people don't even think about it you know they get stuff with fragrance in it and you know all these chemicals in it and they're slapping it all over their body but they don't know right so that's why you're here to teach us yes well and a lot of people don't realize that there are harmful ingredients in their product. They, like myself, assume that if it's on the shelf in a store, that it's safe. And unfortunately, there's over 80,000 toxic, harmful ingredients in commerce today. And only about 200 of those have even been tested for safety. And that was back in the 70s. So in the past however many years, they're not even retesting. They're just continuing to make new chemicals to put in these products. And the other thing I didn't realize, cause I was like, okay, well they can manufacture them, but somebody's going to regulate them. Right. There is no FDA regulation on our personal care and cleaning products. So that means manufacturers can use whatever ingredients they want, put them in there in the products and have no backlash. If you know, somebody gets sick off of it or you know, it has to take a lot of us. If you've, you know, followed any of the Johnson and Johnson's baby powder stuff that's happened over the years, look how long that's taken to just change one ingredient in their products and how much damage has it done. Right. Yeah. Whereas in Europe, they do have to prove that their ingredients are safe. Um, and they banned almost 1200, 1300 ingredients. The U S bans 11. It's like that with food as well. Mm -hmm. The UK won't allow certain things in their food, but the US, like whatever, put it in. Put it in. <laughs> well, and the it's other sad. thing that's funny is, you know, our US manufacturers that ship to the to Europe will clean up the products. Yes. Because they can't right. sell over there. Exactly. And vice versa though. Yeah. Europe will put the bad ingredients in and because it's allowed over wow. here. Yes. So when you are shopping in the U.S. and thinking, well, this is a European brand, it's it's definitely better because they have higher standards. They only have higher standards in Europe. They don't, you know, they, they don't abide by those when they're shipping it over to us. That's sad. Mm -hmm. It's sad that, that we allow that. Yeah, you know, it shouldn't be. Well, they're guinea pigs. Yeah. And people don't realize that. Yeah. And you had uh, breast cancer and you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So three years ago, I went through breast cancer. And, you know, obviously one of the scariest times of my life. And the one thing that, you know, it kind of just relit my fire for what I do was I was able to sit in the doctor's office when my radiation oncologist is just telling me all the things we're going to be doing, how much treatment I'm going to have. I was in this case study where I actually had radiation during my surgery. So after they removed the cancer tumor, I had radiation, right? Which was kind of cool because it lessened my sure. radiation afterwards. But as we're having all those conversations about all the things, um, she handed me this big thing of lotion and she's like, this is going to be your friend forever. You're going to be putting it on now before we even get into surgery, you know, after surgery, before treatment, during treatment and forever, multiple times a day. And I looked at it and quickly, you know, just turned it around, you know, just without even thinking. And I recognized a couple of toxic ingredients and I said, I'm not, I'm not taking this. I'm not using this. Um, and here's why, 
you know, and was able to have that conversation, feel empowered that yeah. I could say something about this when there was so many other things that I was like, I really don't know if I want this, mm -hmm. but I want to live. Right. So I'm okay if this is the route I have to go, but I also want to be sure that the things I can control, I'm controlling. And that's what I want for people. That is my passion is empowering consumers to know what they're using and being able to make the right decisions for themselves. Now, what did she say when you told her you wasn't going to use it? Well, and it's one of those things. It's not what they're, they're taught or, you know, right. that's not her specialty. That's just somebody dropped it off. Right. A, a but, rep. But as a doctor, as you know, an oncologist, they need to help their people, you know, uh, Talk about nutrition. What are you putting in your body as far as food? What are you putting on your body? What kind of cleaning products do you have mm -hmm. in your house? That should be part of every single person's education when they go through anything like that. Absolutely. It just, it really irritates me that it's not. Yeah. And there, it's got to change because people go on and they live their life, you know, and they drink sodas and pop and eat sugar when they have cancer. Right. You know, be, because the doctors say, okay, we don't want you to lose weight, eat whatever you want to, because you need to keep your weight on. Yeah. Sad. Well, and it's even, I think back of when I was pregnant, you know, or trying to get pregnant and I had issues getting pregnant and had to have fertility, um, help with that. There was none of that talk either, yeah. you know, and so many of these products that we use every day have ingredients that mimic our estrogen and, you know, different things affect all of that. And so no wonder there's so many people out there with issues of getting pregnant, but then even I think about, my, you know, my babies, once they were in there, thankfully I was able to carry two, but everything that I was putting on was going directly into them. Right. You know, and now they're saying babies are born pre-polluted, you know, from plastics, just, yeah, yeah all the things yeah. that we're using yeah. while they're inside and, and growing. And this should be the safest environment and it's not, but they don't tell you that when you're pregnant, they don't, they don't talk about yeah. it. So, you know, we, that's the whole reason for my podcast because, you know, and there's a lot of different topics that we talk about because I want people, the stuff I want people to know, Yes. you know, important stuff that people should know. I really appreciate you being here. Yes. And <laughs> that's where, you know, I, I love your passion and that's where I am as well. I just want to empower consumers to not just take it as face value. You know, when it says pediatrician recommended, nobody's voted on that. Right. They just paid it to put that number one brand, nobody voted, you know, and even some of the things like that says it kills 99.9% .9 of germs. That's not even been tested either. The front of your bottles are all marketing and they can say and do anything. Yeah. The real important information is in the back. Um, and unfortunately, um, there are ingredients in trade secret words that they can literally hide things. Um, so the word fragrance, a lot of people think it's about it's how something smells, yeah, right? You know, you know. Oh, I don't want it floral, you know, or whatever. But the word fragrance actually is a trade secret word, and manufacturers are legally allowed to hide toxic chemicals under that word so that another manufacturer cannot copy their recipe for that lotion. Yeah, I don't buy anything with fragrance and even candles. Mm. If I am very picky about what I buy for candles, the wick, and if it says fragrance, it's not, I'm not buying it. You yep. know, so you have to look at everything. Yeah. 
it's very scary. Yeah. So what, how did you find the product that you're using? And tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. So when I started kind of in my research was actually the same time I kind of jumped on Facebook and started reconnecting with college friends and high school friends. And one of my college friends, um, she's still an athletic trainer today and was out there sharing just about all the same things that I'm sharing now you know, skin's your largest organ, things we get absorbed, no regulation, just all these things on her, on her page. And so I called her up and I said, all right, you, you've got my attention. This is what I've been doing with my daughter and where we've been going through. And she introduced me to a, a company that that was their mission. There was nothing on the market that was safe enough for them to use. So they created their own. She was 14 when she decided to make her own products. What started in the kitchen sink with her mom wow. turned into an amazing company that's called Pure Haven today. 14 years old. Mm -hmm. So she realized back then, was it her, her mom driving that as well? Her mom knew about toxins and products? No, no. It was wow. her that was, she started a blog and then she started getting followers and then they wanted to know, well, what are you using? And, you know, what can we use? And. And so she's like, there's nothing out there. We've got to make it in the manufacturing still in Rhode Island or in the U.S. in a certified organic facility, still making the same great product. And that's what you use for, is it um, like body care, face care? What all do they? Yeah. So when I started as a founding consulting over 12 years ago, all we had was skincare. And I have watched the company grow from skincare to anything that you can think about to put on or off or around your body. So personal care, your shampoo, body wash, deodorant, kids, baby wash, you know, different lines mm -hmm. there. We have a pet line mm -hmm. um, and we have cleaners or, or household cleaners, which is, you know, service cleaner, laundry, dish soap, you know, those kind of things. But um, sunscreen, lip balm, you know, um, we have spa products. All, all the things that you could think of. Um, and, and we're continuing to work on that, to, to grow that and see what what is needed the most. Um, but by far the skincare and body care for me um, is where I made the big changes. Okay. Um, and then I always think about laundry. That's if you're going to yeah, change anything right. because we're in right. something <laughs> all day yeah. and people don't realize the laundry soap on our clothes actually gets absorbed into our skin when we're wearing our clothes or on our sheets. And a lot of times that people have skin problems, it's because of the laundry detergent. Yes. So yes, it's very toxic. Yeah. So um, do you talk about natural? You know, a lot of labels you see say natural on them, um, you know, compared to, to what you're using, um, what words do they use on their products? Correct. So anybody can say it's natural or pure. Um, natural just means has to be of earth, <laughs> which... Mm could be anything. One, one ingredient in it. <laughs> yes. And there's no, you know, thing where it has to be a certain amount of ingredients um, in there. So something can say that it's natural and it's, you know, a minute, small ingredient where everything else is harmful, where we say that we are hundred percent toxic free. There are some good companies out there that are, you know, trying to do better. And I think the one place where most companies compromise is their preservative system. And that's where we kind of stand apart from everybody because we have our own patent pending preservative system that we created, 
where we use no synthetic preservatives. Oh, wow. um, because no matter how many great ingredients you have in there, if your preservative system is not is synthetic, it's going to negate all the benefits of the ingredients in there. So that's where I think we kind of stand apart is we have that preservative system that we've created ourselves because we didn't want to compromise. Right. Sure. Yeah. I um, go to Whole Foods and, you know, it's funny because I use an app, I, uh, EWG, mm-hmm. Environmental Working Group, and I also have one called Think Dirty. Yes. So I'll go to Whole Foods and I'll scan the products, you know, especially like the the soaps and stuff like that. Most of them are like an eight. It's one being no toxics to 10 being you don't even want to pick that up. Right. And a lot of them are like seven or eight. And I'm like, what? At Whole Foods, you know, you you think you're going somewhere and you don't really have to pay attention, but you do. We do. Because they're sneaky. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. yeah. So what would be the top five um, things that you would say or top, you know, three or five things? One, one thing I was um, wanting to talk about is SLS because... I know for me with um, toothpaste, I stopped buying toothpaste with fluoride in it and SLS mm-hmm. in it, like, I don't know, five years ago, or maybe longer than that. But um, I, I know that's common in anything that so bubbles, bubbles, yeah. bubbles and so, yeah. So. Yeah, that's the ingredient that causes that. Yes. We don't need it. We don't need that to be clean. We don't need shampoo that has the lather that's crazy. The, the problem with sodium lauryl sulfate is that it also, or SLS, yeah. um, it's been shown to be the number one cause of hair loss. So it's in our shampoo and people were wondering why, oh, my hair is, I keep losing my <laughs> oh, hair. Oh, it must be, I'm getting old. <laughs> right. And actually I just talked to somebody yesterday and that was her thing. Oh and I'm like, gosh. well, let's look at your shampoo instead. Oh, good. Um, but, you know, and when you use something like the toothpaste and you combine it with the water, you know, or even in the shower, it's going down into our water waste treatment centers. Um, it also forms a gas. So then you're breathing it in because it's, you know, connected with the water and it's reacted. And it's it's those things you're thinking, well, it's just in my hair, but it's not. You know, these products are not just one time use. It's not just one, you know, um, spot on your body or whatever. Because if you think about everything you use, not only are you using multiple things throughout the day. But when that runs out, you're buying it again, right? You're always going to brush your teeth. You're always going to wash your hair and, you know, just use the cleaning things. And I think that's where people don't realize. And I even read where manufacturers were like, well, it's just a little bit of toxic ingredient in my product. Like, yeah, but if it's just a little in yours and it's a little in theirs and it's a little in this one, it adds up. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because EWG has on their website, they have a video and it's, it's fairly new and it's, they're at a store, they're outside of a store with a booth and they're making oatmeal and people are coming in and they're like, Oh, what are you doing? Well, we're, you know, offering um, free oatmeal for breakfast. And they, they said, what are the choices? And they said, well, this one is organic and this one has just a little bit of pesticides in it. <laughs> right. Which one do you want? And it's true. If you're not buying organic, you're getting you're getting some kind of pesticide, especially in oats or, you know, corns and wheats and things like that. Right. So it's, it's the same with food, you know, everything that you're saying is the same. Absolutely. We have to be really careful and we have to change things because we're the ones who have to change it. And, And these younger kids need to be educated and taught that, you know, don't buy this stuff, you know, and I know some people buy the cheapest product, you know, that they can, um, you know, because they don't, maybe they don't have a money because it is a little bit more expensive, but if you can afford it, 
at all, you know, quit drinking Starbucks coffee and spend more money on your, your health, yeah. you know? Well, and I do hear people say, well, it's expensive to eat organic or buy better mm -hmm. products. Um, and I said, well, there's ways around that, you know, like when you think about eating organic, it's more important to eat the ones like strawberries, you know, or apples, things that you eat with the skin on bananas, it's okay that that one's not right. organic because you're taking the peel off right. of it, you know? So there are different ways to kind of budget and still be able to eat mostly organic. And that's the same way with personal care and cleaning products too. And, and ways to, you know, save, you know, and buying in bundles or, you know, things like that. Um, the also, the other thing I, I think about too is especially going through cancer, I can tell you, hands down, cancer is way more expensive yeah, than, right, exactly. than eating healthy. Yeah. And then I can only imagine how different my outcome would have been had I not been healthy and not already had. I mean, I've been living a non-toxic life for 12 years, you know, so um, nine years in when I was diagnosed with cancer, I have a very um, impressive family history of cancer. That's what my doctor told me. Um, so... It, it definitely could have been a different outcome had I not already been healthy. Yes. You know, exactly. from the inside out too, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. outside in. Can you talk a little bit about um, parabens? Sure. Um, parabens is, is one of those things, especially as a breast cancer survivor, that's dear to my heart because um, they've done a study and you can read methaparaben on your deodorant. Um, they've done a study where they took a hundred um, healthy breast tissue injected methaparaben into it and 100% of them turned to breast cancer. So they know it's a direct link, but yet it's in your deodorant where you apply mm -hmm. to your armpit where the majority, 75% or more of breast cancers in the upper outer quadrant closest to your armpit. Right. Yeah. So, um, and, and parabens are in so many things and even methaparaben, I mean, there's all kinds of different parabens out there, but all of them are in in all kinds of different products, but the deodorant one is the one that gets me the most because they know it's a direct link, but let's leave it in. And what about aluminum and deodorants? Right. So that's the same kind of yeah. concept is, yeah. you know, people think, well, I, I don't, I don't need, I shouldn't sweat. I don't want to sweat. Our bodies are made to sweat. And if you're using the right deodorant, you're going to sweat less over time. And the purpose of a deodorant is so that you don't stink. Right. Not to stop your sweat right. because that's our pores are the way we get rid of toxins. And so, again, if you start putting less toxins in your body, whether it's food and your personal, you're going to sweat less anyways, because your body doesn't need to flush all that out. Right. Plus, if you're not, if your body's not that toxic, you're not going to have a bad of a smell. Right. So the more you smell, the more toxic your body is and needs to come. That stuff needs to come out. Yeah. You need to really think about cleaning up your diet and your skincare. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the problem with aluminum, it's a metal. So it lasts in our body for a long, long time. Um, where other ingredients, you know, we can kind of flush them out mm -hmm. in different ways. Metals are really hard to get rid of. Um, they actually store in our fat cells. So we know how hard <laughs> getting rid of some of those fat cells are. So sure. imagine all the, you know, right. holding all those different metals. Um, it's also very uh, closely linked to Alzheimer's um, because it goes and lands into our brain, unfortunately. 
I'm just, yeah, I just read something today about aluminum foil and mm -hmm. Alzheimer's. So it is very interesting that they, they're just now starting to really get that out mainstream, which is wonderful because maybe people will quit using it. Right. Or maybe they won't, <laughs> but it's a choice. Right. Um, are there any other um, really toxins that we need to talk about that you need to cover that are in our products that maybe people are using and don't know? I think PEGs is a big one. That's true, yes. Um, it, just because it's in a lot of things, it's also in a lot of um, plastics and those kind of things. So I, I think that's a big one. And there's all kinds of numbers to that for the PEGs. So that's if you look at your ingredients and can't avoid those, that's that's great too. Now, does that is it say PEG on the product or is that an is it under other names as well? It should say PEG on the products. Here's a big one. What about hair dye? Because I don't know if I ever want to be gray. And I've, I've been researching and looking into hair dye. And there's not very many choices of safe products out there. No, unfortunately, actually, fortunately, I have not had to go down that path yet. Um, thankful to my genes. I've been healthy with great color, but I know some people that have gone down and kind of looked more at like henna color. Okay. Yeah. Um, versus. And you have to be careful with that because my daughter does henna. Okay. And she'll, she'll tell me, mom, you got to watch because this black henna is really toxic. So you got to watch what kind of henna. You yes. But I'm sure there are companies out there that use a good product. I use a better, but product. I've not seen any of that. So I have to research that. Yeah. And, and I also tell people it's about balance. You know, because if we try to do anything, all or nothing will not be successful. And especially, I, this is what I tell my daughter is, you know, it's about 80, 20, 90, 10. You know, if we're good 90% of the time, mm -hmm. this is your one thing that is not quite organic or good. It's okay. You know, I'm keeping my hair dyed. Yeah. <laughs> so you can keep your hair dyed. I tell people. And it's like that with food too. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you're going to go out and eat once in a while. Don't worry about it, you know, unless you're eating out all the time. But once a week, eat what you want. Right. But most of the time you have to really good or you're going to suffer. Yes. Right? Yeah. So. Well, you, you can only be, you, you can never be perfect. Right. And it's better to be happy and have that balance. Yes. Um, I agree. Or you'll drive yourself crazy. Any other um, products? I think a big one, especially through the two years we've just gone through, is antibacterial. Yeah, I, I don't, I never used it. Yeah. But I had keep it in here. My clients, they still put it on their hands all the time. I look at them and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But using that stuff, wash your hands with soap and water. Soap and water is all you need. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, mostly the active ingredient is triglosin. Um, and it's a cousin to Agent Orange, which we all know from the war, what that did to a lot of people. Um, it's actually a pesticide. Um, so it's just crazy that that's like our active ingredient in most of our antibacterial stuff. And again, none of that stuff on the front of those bottles have even been tested. So who's to say that it's even better, right? Than, right. And, and I know that it's not better than soap and water. Um, so it's, oh, and it's in our toothpaste. Like, why do we even need that in our toothpaste? But um, so that's a big one for me too. Um, it does a lot of harm. Um, to our bodies and our body systems and right. the way things interact and and function. And I think about all of these things as I look at my daughter and compared to where I was at her age and how 
quickly our kids are growing up physically. Yeah. You right. know, exactly. And why is that? Mm -hmm. You know, it's all the changes that we yeah. are happening in our bodies from the yeah. things we eat and put on and the estrogenic properties yeah. and the foods and yeah, exactly. Yep. And the plastics, yep. um, you know, talking about kids, I think one thing that, um, to look into is, uh, for, um, sunscreen mm -hmm. and, uh, like mosquito spray and stuff like that, because I mean, kids, all the t people all the time are putting sunscreen all over their kids. Well, what's in the sunscreen. So that's kind of like the lotion, you know, it's, it's being put, maybe not as often cause you only do it in the summer, but right. You know, uh, do you guys sell a, a good sunscreen? Yes, we do have a, a great sunscreen. Um, actually my husband is a skin cancer survivor. So that was one of the first things I started looking into once I started learning about mm -hmm. all these ingredients, because for me, keeping him safe and then knowing that, you know, maybe it was genetic and watching, you know, making sure my kids were safe. Um, I started learning that, uh, retinol A, which people are like, well, that's vitamin A. It's not. Um, and actually enhances your chances of skin cancer in the presence of sunlight, which is when you put sunscreen on. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah, hmm. so it, it's definitely something to look at um, is that your sunscreen in, ingredients. Um, I had um, Dr. Johnson, he's a holistic dentist here and he's in New Albany. And I had him on the podcast a few weeks ago and he travels and does all kinds of education. He's an amazing person. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he um, he was telling me about in Switzerland that they the doctors there and his mentors say that um, the reason why we burn is because we don't have enough vitamin D. Mm -hmm. So it was it's a really interesting, you should listen to that podcast. He's, yeah. he's really, um, full of knowledge and a, a lot of good information. But I thought that was interesting that they, and they, so they don't use sunscreen, you know, they just make sure they get enough vitamin D, which is hard to do, especially in the winter. But, um, you know, there's supplements and foods that you can eat to get your vitamin D. Yes. Oh, that's definitely very interesting. Yeah. So do you have an offer that you wanted to um, put out for the listeners? Yeah, I would love to put out the offer. I love our skincare. That's where I started down this path. So I would love to offer $50 off our skincare. Um, it's a six piece skincare set. Um, you get two bonus products as well. So you get amazing amount of our products for 149. So I think that would be a great deal and a great place to start. Okay, great. Thank you. I'll put that in the show notes, link that in the show notes. And I always like to ask my guests if there's one book that you would recommend that, that you felt changed your life or that made a difference in your life that you would recommend? Yes. Um, I believe it's called Toxic Beauty. I think I have that with, one. there's a few, quite a few out there, but, but I think there was a doctor that wrote. It. Yeah. Send me, send me the link okay. and I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Yes. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Hopefully was fun. empowered some people. Yes. I hope they make better decisions. Thanks for listening. And I hope you learned lots from this podcast. Donna also has another offer. It's a free pocket guide to harmful ingredients. It folds up and it fits in your purse or your wallet. All you have to do is email Donna and let her know that you want that pocket guide and she will get it right over to you. I will put the link and her email in the show notes. Thank you for taking your time to listen to the Lively Joy podcast. Check out the show notes below with links mentioned in this episode. And please take a moment to subscribe. That helps others find the show. Feel free to share this podcast with your family and friends. And if you'd like, you can also follow us on social media. See the links below. 
We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time with more on living your best life.